Welcome to the Las Vegas Phil Food and Social Podcast, where we cover topics related to the current social media scene regarding food with some of the most popular accounts around the city and talk about their success in Sin City and beyond. I'm your host, Philip Zhang, aka Las Vegas Phil, F-I-L-L. Check me out on IG or TikTok and feel free to email me anything at lasvegasphil at gmail.com. Hey everyone, I'm back after a week off with a fun podcast on one of the few negatives of being a social media foodie, which is really the battle of the bulge. I've personally stopped doing more than two foodie shoots a day. While I know a lot of my esteemed colleagues can and will still do up to five or more foodie stops in 24 hours, easily one of the biggest questions I get asked is how I'm not 500 pounds. Thank God I'm only 499. One rando who saw me out once actually fucking said to me, you know, you're not as fat as I thought you'd be. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) But uh, balance and general conscious thought of trying to balance is something I think about often while I'm digging into my next surf and turf dish. Um, With me are three friends who make the effort to stay lean and thankfully are here today to share some of their advice and experiences on staying lean and working out to eat out. I'd like to preface that this isn't a one-size-fits-all for advice. I just wanted to pick the brains of a few of my foodie friends that do a good job maintaining a healthy-ish lifestyle beyond all the masses, massive quantities of food that we eat. First off with us today is who I refer to as the queen of tacos in Las Vegas, uh, sporting <laughs> almost 30K followers on IG, uh, Beatrice, a.k.a. at Tasting Vegas. If you don't know her, check out episode 15 of my podcast, as it's one of the most listened uh, to episodes that we've ever had, I've ever had. Be regularly stories her tough morning workouts with popular Vegas trainer Seth Lagana, who was also one of my favorite instructors at True Fusion when he was there. B, how you doing today? I'm great. I actually worked out with him this morning. I, went back. I saw that in the stories. <laughs> I took a break from him, but I'm happy to be back. He's awesome. I think definitely one of the top trainers here in Vegas for me, in my opinion. Totally. <laughs> uh, but I'm great. I already hit, after working out, I already hit like two places, a couple of places this morning. It was nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Up next is Jonathan So, a.k.a. JT Takes a Bite, who runs a fantastic food account filled with food porn galore, turning LV locals onto the newest spots in town on the daily. Um, with over 98K followers on TikTok and over 27K on Instagram, sporting the quads of gods, uh, <laughs> JT, JT Takes a Bite, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you so much, Phil. Quads of gods. That's true. That's true. I try. I learned that from you. You were doing this crazy squat while holding a fat baby at a motto. And I, and I was I was so impressed at how long you could hold it for. And you said you said it was the quads of gods. And I yes. I came so, with years of training. Yeah. So what is uh, what is your re- uh, regiment like these days for working out? Uh, so I'm on a five three one split. Um, so basically, I'm just doing the main lifts maximizing my efficiency uh, with like squat, bench, deadlift, and overhead press uh, four days a week. And then uh, rounding out the panel is Alex Lee, uh, the chief marketing officer and managing partner for Foodie Fit at Foodie Fit Meal Prep on IG with over 27K followers. Uh, Foodie Fit is the premier meal prep brand in Vegas, offering a tremendous variety of on-the-go dishes that are not only good for you, but taste fantastic as well. Uh, He's been helping Sin City stay lean, and I'm sure you've seen Foodie Fit plugged on a lot of foodie accounts from the Las Vegas Foodie to Unlocked to Hooked uh, to Tulls and many more. 
Alex, thanks for being on the show. Um, how have things thanks been for going with you? Me. It's been busy, super busy, and I just got back from Puerto Rico, so trying to get back on the the, the train, the work train, and the fitness train too. Definitely sure. So, so when you go when you go on vacation, do you just say, "Are you still trying to exercise?" Or are you just like, "This is this is your break." Right. So what, what I try to integrate is like more active activities versus like sightseeing. So, you know, we do, we, we did like a rainforest, like hike. And then on the days that we didn't, where we just kind of like goofed off and we're drinking in old San Juan or whatever, then we, you know, I would go to the gym, but uh, that's kind of like my, that's like my mental, like Zen moment. Makes me feel better. Makes me want to, uh, I guess it's like one of those like trade-offs where it's like if I work out, then I can eat whatever I want. I'm a huge foodie. So, you know, I was traveling to different places to get like, you know, authentic Puerto Rican food and all that stuff and uh, to be able to have a couple cocktails. But at the same time, too, it's also how you feel after. You know, I just don't like to not feel good, especially because I was I was going pretty strict before uh, before the trip. Okay. And then for all you guys, is is food the biggest all the great food, the biggest motivator for you working out, or would you be working out anyway if you were just eating celery and carrots and all that all day? I think I would be working out still, regardless if I was, you know, going out to eat every single day or not, um, just because it does make me feel good. And um, it just kind of complements all the fat food that I get to eat instead. And right. I know I'm never going to get like a six pack, but at least I'm not going to be like super overweight. <laughs> <laughs> Right. How about you, B? I honestly feel more tired if I don't work out in the morning. Like, I go through my day, and if I don't work out, I feel more tired. So whenever I work out, I am a morning person. I have to work out in the morning. It's really tough for me to work out, like, in the evening or something. And every time I notice, I, I notice that. If I work out in the morning, I have a better day, and I don't feel as tired as, as if I don't. So, yeah, it's definitely – I think I will still do it even if I wasn't, like, eating all these tacos and all this way. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to go into 10 questions. Apparently it's a popular segment. So uh, we're revamping it a little bit. We're actually just going to go into it. These guys haven't seen these questions. I'm just going to kind of fire away. And uh, whoever answers, I'd love to hear all three answers. Just let me know. So number one, uh, for most foodies trying to lose some pounds, it seems like keto is the go-to easy solution. What are your thoughts on that? Is that a good idea? At least from a foodie perspective, it's not a good idea because a lot of the things you guys eat um, have carbohydrates in it. So if your body's not used to eating, um, you know, if your body's in ketosis, then you basically only lose weight, lose weight while you're in ketosis. So once you start eating some carbohydrates, you pop out. So I think it's good for most nine to fivers because it gives you that consistent energy um, through the fats, but it also, it would, it doesn't really help sculpt the body. You won't really get vascular from it or see as many, um, as much results. So that's why we, we, we try to dive down the keto route, but so many people like to drink beer, eat burgers and stuff. And they just, it's just so hard for them to catch back up after. This is a case study. My dad kind of did keto for a little bit and he lost a lot of weight. Um, but then he started seeing some problems with his kidneys. So he kind of stopped doing keto and then he kind of gained some of the weight back, but not nearly as much as the weight that he lost, which is a good thing. I would say from that perspective, maybe, you know, if you're able to stay consistent with it, then it's worth it. Um, but you probably aren't able to, to keep up with that especially with the type of foods that you're trying to eat uh, that are delicious. <laughs> everything, that's, everything that's trending, I feel like, has some sort of carbohydrate in it, whether it's ice cream from the sugar 
or it's you know macaroni and cheese you got the pasta all that stuff so uh i think incorporating just a healthy all around like 40 40 20 zone macros is um a better bet a smarter bet in my eyes because then you know i i eat ice cream once in a while i eat burgers once in a while and your body still recognizes it which is nice so it helps to digest it better when i start hearing about keto but it's not my thing like keto i congratulations to everyone that can make it but for me it's a no i like to i like to have a little bit of everything on on what i eat and for me it's just i wouldn't go that like I get like on a diet on a like a trend diet or this you know I just kind of balance myself because my I think my hardest part is not snacking I love snacks like and I'm mm. talking not healthy snacks and you know if you know Mexican food there's like this much of healthy food <laughs> like if yeah. you see it and I'm all about the Mexican snacks and stuff so I for me it's just balanced you know like know what I'm gonna have for breakfast and just lunch and dinner I sometimes skip dinner, I'm going to be honest, um, and that helps me. But keto, going keto is the no for me. Like, I see people going through that. And I'm like, no, like, I like my meat with the tortilla or my bread, you know, stuff like that. Yes. So that's 100%. a no. But yeah, everyone's different. And, but yeah, you can't have a, a great Mexican dinner without tortillas or nachos <laughs> or anything. So. We love carbs. Like even foodie feed enchiladas. We use the corn tortillas. We just don't put oil in it. <laughs> we yeah. have to have it. So uh, one big thing with a lot of with a lot of foodies, I can say for sure, is taking home leftovers, massive quantities of food after you you shoot it all. Say you do have three large pizzas that a restaurant gave to you after the shoot. What do you? What do you normally do with it? I mean, obviously for me, like throwing it out is the the least ideal thing. I usually sometimes just drive around Oreo Crossing and find a homeless person to give them to. What would you do with three pizzas if if someone a restaurant gave them to you today? I'd have a pizza party. <laughs> Try to see which friends are free, and you know if they're down to come over for dinner and just kind of eat the rest of it. Um, <laughs> eat leftover pizza. <laughs> eat leftover pizza. You need to back up an oven; should be fine. But if not, then I would just kind of separate it for the rest of the week and eat it for like breakfast here and then a dinner there. That's actually yeah. a really interesting topic because I I feel like you know all of us are minorities. It, 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 it's just built within us to not waste food. But in, in, in reality, you know, if you put it in a sense of like, it's sacrificing my, 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 my routine because you already went there, you tasted the food. I mean, sometimes it does make sense just to toss it. I mean, if you're not going to eat it, you know what I mean? Because then you're going to eat what for the next four days pizza and, you know, throw off your routine, you know, it's just kind of like not realistic. I've really learned that part on my own to just toss it. I mean, I, I don't want to waste it, but you know, for the most part, try not to overdo it with, with, you know, ordering food and trying to take it home and stuff because it just extends your, your binge. B, how about you? Well, I always try like, if I didn't, if it's three whole pies or something, I'll ask like around, like, you know, you want to take it, you want to take it. I always try to like bring someone with me that I know that can take it, but I know sometimes that you have to take it. So what I'll do, in all honesty, I'll eat like I'll eat it, but not all of it. And the rest I'll toss it, you know, I'll bring some leftovers, eat out of that. And then just like, unless JC super hungry or something. And <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll, I'll do that because I'm not going to have the pizza for the whole week there in my fridge just to wait for me to one more. Right. 
I mean, our dinner schedules, you're probably bringing home more leftovers the day after and the day after and the day after. So it's just going to pile up. Number three, you're hungover, but I think most of you guys are pretty much troopers with the workout thing. If you're hungover as hell, you got back from excess at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., what's the workout the next day? What is the best thing you can do? Cardio. <laughs> cardio? <laughs> That's cardio, yeah. Sweat it out. Cardio, yeah, you just got to really sweat it out. I mean, your body's not going to be feel as strong just because alcohol does eat away at your muscles. So it's just for me, it's like the quality of the workout now that we're getting super busy and stuff. It's not. It's quality, not quantity. And I've actually done like self-test with myself and dropped my workout times and stuff. And I've gotten in better shape because I've had better quality workouts, ate at the right times. And um, if you're hungover, uh, definitely cardio. It's like uh, Stairmaster is probably one of the best bang for your bucks. Like 20 minutes, you're in, you're out, and you're like dripping sweat. You should feel a little better after that. And then just make sure you're hydrating better. So you're just kind of losing the toxins, get, 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 some, get some nice agua in your do you, when you drink, do you eat something at the end of the night or you try not to eat? Like, that's always a question. Like, when you drinking, you know. I actually try to eat. So my problem for me is like the okay. no snot button, right? Because if you don't drink, then you just want to keep going. So for me, if I'm eating, then I'll, yeah. I'll just feel tired. I'm like, okay, I should go home or else then now, it, you know, the 1 a.m. party just okay. goes to 4 a.m. party. <laughs> You kind of lose control on that, right? Right? You know, yeah, exactly. I just keep going. And I was like, oh my God, now your hangover is like twice as bad. But I've tried a few things. Uh, a lot of it is like trying to do like drink as much hydration as possible or going um, drink for water. So like you have to drink a cup of water to have a, a drink with it. And that seems to work okay. It's just like, man, alcohol just doesn't do well with the healthier you get, period. <laughs> yeah. And I right? feel like when you wake up, well, for me, when I wake up the next day, I want only like Fat, you know, like, like greasy, whatever like food that. and stuff like that. So, yeah. So no, <laughs> I, I, I do actually try to eat. Yeah, when you eat, then I'll have like a stopping point because I'll be like, okay, I'm full. You know, I've got my buzz on. Like, I'm gonna go home and like a normal human being. Then you know, if I don't though, and somebody's like, let's go here, I'm like, let's go, and then really regret it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, um, I I take I try to stay hydrated throughout the night. Um, so a glass of water with every drink, try to do that. Um, and then by the end of the night, I try to chug as much water as I can before bed. And then I also use a uh, liquid IV, which is fantastic. Um, it's like you can buy a big pack at Costco and just chug that down. Usually I'm okay in the morning, thankfully. But uh, if not, I found that I go into the sauna and kind of sweat it out for about 20, 20 minutes. And I come out drenched in sweat and then go take a shower and then hydrate up again. And I feel a little bit better after that. What is the liquid IV? Is that like Pedialyte? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like Pedialyte, but it's an, in a powder form. So you can put it into like any water bottle or anything and just shake it up and you're good to go. And it tastes, there's like a strawberry flavor, which is really good at Costco. I'll check that out. Yeah. These are all tips for me. You're just helping me out. So, I, uh, I, only, I swear by it. For sure. I only discovered Pedialyte because I remember some of my favorite rock stars ordered it on their tour rider. They would actually have it in their dressing rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, and I'm yeah. just like, what? So Pedialyte, it's a big bottle though, you know? Like yeah. uh, liquid IV can pour it into like a 12 ounce and just shake it up and you're good. Awesome. <laughs> Next question. Uh, do you think the human race will still be eating meat in 100 years? Ooh, I believe so. 
I think it's so so oh, yes. ingrained in our culture that it's, it's one of those things where it's you know I think humans are made to be om omnivores. So I think that the you know there's a new diet coming out. It's called like veggie four versus like veganism. It's called veggie four. So eating more vegetables and stuff is really just creating more of a balance. I think I think that's what everyone is leaning towards now. Is, you know we we've seen in, in uh, our business. You know uh, we ask them, do you want to lose weight? Do you want to gain muscle or do you just want to be healthy? And, and the last year, overwhelm, overwhelmingly, over 80% of people are just like, I just want to stay healthy. So balance is starting to become key. Mental, you know, you know, you know, mental awareness is huge right now. People just want to stay balanced. I think that's the most important key to happiness right now. I hope I so. Like, you know, <laughs> all last year, <laughs> I feel like all last year, like you see, like when everyone thought that I would want what everything was going to be closed and stuff. They just start buying things, you know, like people just right. go everyone through just buying like the utility so, chicken. Yeah. Everyone forgot about organic yeah. businesses, yeah. you know, they just started to like get right. their hands on whatever they have. They, yeah. they could. So I feel like people are going to still be eating meat. It's, if it's available, I feel they're going to still do. If I not, agree. what are you going to post, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> Steaks and lobster. It's got lobster. Maybe there'll be some amazing tofu al pastor in a hundred years. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're looking at all the, the best food artists, I mean, they're still incorporating meat. So I think that's what I think is still to this day, you know, with Traegers and all this stuff coming out. That's why I feel like animal protein will still be coveted because in the end it still tastes fantastic. You know, if you're not, if you're looking at it from just like a straight foodie lens perspective, I would eat meat all day over vegetables. I just do it because I know it's good for me. <laughs> I feel like it will still be done. I feel like it'll get more expensive um, mm -hmm. just because the rate at which we're consuming meat right now is unsustainable. Um, so we do have to look at alternative uh, methods like like you were talking about, Alex, like veggie, veggie or like more incorporating more veggies. So, you know, you become more full, but still having that meat side of it. And then as far as for obviously water is probably the best thing to drink. What do you think about some of the other drinks like kombucha or coconut water? Are these things that should be in somebody's regimen? I mean, uh, daily life? Absolutely. I think, I think, I think coconut water and kombucha, I mean, they're all great alternatives because I think the, the main goal is to get, is if you can drink water, like water is easy for me, but for some people they like to drink uh, a lot of like soda and stuff like that. And then that's not a very uncommon thing. So we actually, I actually have a, a drink that I can't announce yet coming out soon. So um, you guys, will, you guys will have a nice little taste of it for sure. So, ooh, yeah, fun. Yeah, it's a great brand. So I think for me, I, I love kombucha. I think there's so many benefits to drinking it. Um, I know it's not for everybody. It's definitely, you know, if you've tried it, you know that it's a certain taste, and it's definitely acquired taste. What else? Soda. I don't drink soda, um, so I stopped drinking soda. Like I'll have it maybe once in a blue moon, um, but if you see me out of the restaurant, I'm usually drinking water um, because I do know just how many calories are in soda, and I feel like if I don't drink soda and I just drink water and I get used to just drinking, you know, sparkling water and stuff, then you know I'll cut back some of the calories that I can save for the the good stuff. <laughs> right. I'm good with water. I could just drink water, and if I want soda, is not. Unless the only thing I will go for is a, Coca, a Mexican Coca-Cola. That's like yeah. 
I have to be hangover, by the way. There's a lot, there's a lot of people that do that. They're like, whenever they eat tacos, they have to have the glass can and Coke and stuff. And I'm, I'm just so used to the diet, so yeah. even it's not great for you. But for me, it's like pizza and beer, like diet soda and like a cheat meal is like ultimate for me. That's yeah, it, the pizza? So okay, yeah. pizza and a diet Coke and beer is the is the cheat meal? Well, the diet Coke instead of beer. <laughs> Okay. Like beer, I'll drink beer, but I drink beer to drink beer, right? But like, I like cook beer and a pizza is like not a good combo, but like diet soda and eating junk food is like for me. <laughs> How about you guys? What's a what's it's not really a cheat meal for us, it's more like a cheat life. But if you had to choose a cheat meal, what would you guys choose? I think mine would be KFC. Really? Really? Yeah. Mine will be that. 100% tacos. Probably like a double double and fries, and and a Neapolitan shake for sure. Nice. All right, I'm yeah. hearing that coming out of the, the foodie's mouth, you know, KFC. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I think I base all of my every fried chicken I have. I think just deep down, I just compare it to Kentucky Fried Chicken because that's all I ate when I was a that's kid. That's your baseline, right? Yeah. So I think it's the nostalgia, it's the comfort, even though you know, even if the cashier was shitty or the place looks dirty. Have you ever had their new chicken sandwich? Have you compared it to like popcorn? I haven't. I haven't had KFC in forever, but I think that would be what I would get. Gotcha. But it was good. No, I just saw it when I was watching like a, like a uh, I was watching the Raiders game on on Hulu, and it, it came out, and I was like, ooh, you know, another person in the chicken sandwich race. So it made me think of you when you said KFC. I was like, I wonder if he had it, if it's good. Because if you say it's good, like I don't know if you guys know, but whenever I I have a food place, I always text Phil because he's like ultimate foodie, like uni like all this weird stuff so i always text him like, this place is actually really really good like, yeah go to this place <laughs> <laughs> awesome happy to do it yeah right, um, so phil phil yeah. if you had popeyes kfc churches and chick-fil-a right next to each other you would go to kfc kfc wow yeah okay extra crispy that's what JT, you should do a blind test with them next time see if you can tell us <laughs> well i'll bring hey, a champagne you do that. for sure <laughs> yeah, like if he truly likes it, and then just like reveal the sign and be like, wow. Like, I'll, make sure, I'll make sure to bring caviar and champagne, so don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> great, great. Thank God. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, B, if it weren't for, if we weren't tacos, what what would be your cheat meal? No, I was like I said, I would say that tortas is one of the things that I'm. I love it when it's well done. Like when it's nicely done, obviously that's. I just love it. I know it seems like a sandwich, but it's, it's not. <laughs> but it's not. What's the best torta spot? Oof. Putting you on the spot here. Right now. I'm writing my notes. This is how much of a foodie I am. Yeah. I, like, I was talking to Phil the other day about this. Like, it depends on what I'm craving. Like, if I said it's like a birra torta, you know, it depends, like, what am I? If it's like a Milanesa torta, I'll go to La Vecindad. I think they have, like, really good, like, Milanesa torta. I haven't been in it so long, but uh, Tortas Vegas, I uh, had like, what was the one that I like? It was a carne asada torta. So it all depends. Like I'll go, because let's say El, Traco, El Taco Truck has amazing like carne asada tortas. They're really good. <laughs> um, so it all depends like what I'm craving. But yeah, it depends on the meat. To, for, me, for me, it depends on the meat. Good but the know. best are my house. <laughs> to say. <laughs> Come over right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you know you're having the equivalent of Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow, what is your mindset going into 
a huge feast like that? Are you keeping it super light? Do you skip breakfast? What are you kind of thinking? Thanksgiving is like a different mindset for me personally, honestly, because it's like that one is like leftovers are key because, you know, I, I watch friends a lot, you know, we make the moist maker and stuff like that, you know, with the gravy, with the sandwich. So it's like, I look forward to the leftovers, actually. I, if I go to a friend's house, I'll bring my meal prep containers with me to be like, oh, okay. what do you guys want to give me and then make a sandwich out of it and stuff like that versus like them, you know, they have to sometimes like wrap it up all funky and then you're trying to bring it back in your car, or like wrap it up in like foil on top of a plate. I don't want to spill in my car, so I spill my meal prep containers. That's great. Watching you just come in with like... <laughs> yeah, that's I what I do. Awesome. I, I do that in LA with tacos too. Yeah, I'll have, oh, I'll like, have like man, 50 tacos and I'll give them the container and they put the meat in that and I'll bring it back and I'll save it. That's with, with, with fire. Yeah. So how about you guys? What do you, how do you approach like a, if you know you're having a huge feast? I mean, what's for breakfast and lunch then? I eat normal for me. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I eat normal. I just do try to obviously get workout. Like I do try to work out, just at least like do some cardio. So right now, whenever I'm feeling like, oh, I don't want to work out and I know I'm going to eat a lot, I bring my, you know, we work on the phone. So it's like I bring the phone and I just start posting there. So my workout just, so my brain doesn't stop me and I can just have whatever I want later. But um, I, eat nor honestly, I can have pancakes in the morning with like some bacon and I can eat the whole freaking turkey or I don't know, whatever it's in there, you know, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't stop myself <laughs> as long as it's daytime. If it's going to be really late, I do try to like, okay, stop yourself a little bit. That's why I don't eat. I don't like eating that late. That's my thing with dinners. Yeah. I think for me, I, you know, when it's a big feast like that and I know I'm going to pig out, like I'm going to go all in, I'm going to eat a little bit of everything and just kind of stuff my face until I like, pass out right but before that like i'm kind of doing all that preparation like the day before like i'm going to work out i'm going to do extra cardio or do extra you know rep reps uh and then that morning i'll take i'll eat easy so I'll eat maybe like a light protein shake in the morning and just just try to kind of keep myself ready and like get ready for that big feast at the end of the day do you always do protein shake after workout or just even if you don't work out you do it uh, so I'll always do a protein shake whether I work out or not. And then I always try to do a protein shake in the morning um, to kind of suppress that appetite as much as possible. And then one at night too, after after I work out or before I go to bed if I don't work out that day. Maybe I just eat a lot, but protein shakes don't do anything for me. I mean, it's good to like use it to hit my macros, but if I eat, drink that in the morning, I'm starving in like 30 to 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. I also like have like an anaconda stomach. Like I can, I can crush two four by fours. In front of this. <laughs> oh my yeah yeah so that's why for me i have to in the morning I'll, i would work out and then if it's like a thanksgiving meal i would do exactly what jt does eat but i would eat more just clean but i would eat a little bit more voluminous throughout the day uh, i'd probably have like egg white spinach brown rice i usually do like eight egg whites like that's how big my stomach is you know just like fill it up and then um i would go work out usually like you know if it's a holiday you try to go for like a bike ride do something fun and then, um, you know, commit myself to the feast, especially if it's like someone's house. To me, that's very like intimate. And it's um, to me, it's priceless. If someone cooks, because there's no price on that. You, you might never eat that ever again. You know what I mean? So to me, like I want to give them my whole stomach. 
<laughs> presented to them. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever compete, Alex? Like, I never, never honestly, competed? I never compete. I'll, I'm kind of thinking about it, but I just don't know if I ever like want to get to that point and then uh, get that mental fixation of like wanting to keep that body. Because I know a lot of people go through that that mental woe because you really towards the last week you're you're just manipulating your water so then you know in order to look like that you basically have to be dehydrated the whole time which is not unrealistic so i just don't want myself to be like oh man like that's what i just want to look like all the time you know what i mean you'll get that focus versus like finding something realistic being under 10 percent, and actually just being able to eat my my signatures because i i use those a lot um especially if we have a dinner and it's like not at a restaurant that i'm too amped on going to it's like more for business i'll actually eat a foodie fit meal bulk before i go to dinner just so like i'm not eating for like survival because i'm mm -hmm. starving then I'll, i won't be like munching on eight pieces of bread and all that stuff but if it's a place i'm looking forward to like kame or something like that then you know obviously i won't eat before <laughs> for sure what do you think about working out with an empty stomach it depends on you so for me I go for quality. So typically for quality, let's say um, a good example is if you can do 10 push-ups, and typically if you eat right before, let's say you can do 12. But if you eat an empty stomach, some people feel better on it on cardio. Um, I, I've, I've heard that before. I mean, that's a typical thing. But if you're actually like working out, working out, let's say you can only do eight push-ups. To me, that's 20% less effective. So then my most important meal is my pre pre-workout, which I eat like half a meal like I usually eat like a lean meal like an hour before and then I'll eat a bulk meal or if I feel like I uh, like I did legs or something if I want the pizza whatever it will come right after post-workout because that's when your body's like really really trying to like absorb a lot of carbohydrates and protein to repair your muscle so yeah. uh, to answer your question um cardio on an empty stomach is a is a is a very very common workout cardio but if you're actually like working out with like to try to build muscle, you should. I believe you should eat. The mo they always say the most important meal is the the meal after and the meal before, because in the end, what you're doing is when you're working out, you're, all you're doing is you're just injuring your muscles, and it's going to repair back bigger. So just using that towards that. So you know, a lot of times, if I'm going to know I'm going to eat whatever thing, I try to work. You know, eat a foodie fit meal, work out, and then I'll come back and get the in and out or whatever it is. Yeah, I also don't. I don't really work out on an empty stomach um, just because I'm usually working out in the afternoon or at night. Um, so I'll go either after lunch or after dinner. Um, and I found that, you know, since I am doing mainly weightlifting, that that meal really does impact the quality of workout that I have right. in terms of like the reps that I have, how fatigued I feel um, by the end of the set or at the end of the, the, the workout. So it, it definitely does impact um, my my routine and making sure that I always have like a good meal before I go into the gym. It might be a foodie meal or maybe a foodie fit meal, you know, it just depends on the day. Yeah. Um, but I do, I definitely do feel a better quality when I do eat like a foodie fit meal before I go into the gym. Which right, is really right. Nice. It's you, just Chris? super easy because you can just plan it, heat it up and go, you know, because I think for a lot, I have a little bit more structure in my life than, than you guys. I think you guys are... Um, your, your guys' schedule is open, but it's also built for the customer. So you can have crazy busy days for two days in a row, and then you can have a light day, you know, because it's really based on the customer, the client's availability and all that stuff like that. So for me, I have a little bit more of a structure, which is like to my advantage, but, you know, that's what Foodie Fit's here for, you know what I mean? So like when you're like, oh, man, I have a crazy stack day, so at least fit something healthy in there because you're just going to be 
munching on nonstop un- unhealthy food. And at, at a certain point, you're just going to lose motivation really to work out, you know, especially going back to back to back with clients and, um, you know, taking footage and this, and it's just after a certain point, like with B AM, she's AM. So if she doesn't catch it in the AM, then her probability of working out later on in the day is probably much less and it's different for JT, right? You know, and, you know, if it's more in the afternoon, he has a higher likelihood of working out. So I've gone straight from foodie events to the gym, like yeah. no, no, no worries at all. Just straight into it. Yeah. Sometimes it sucks, especially if I eat like fried chicken. Oh, you feel oh, yeah. fried chicken, oh, fried yeah. chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Anything like that. Yes. Yeah. You just feel like it's, it's just lethargic. <laughs> you would think that the, that much calories would um, help with your workout, but it's just like a tummy nugget. You know what I mean? Like you're just like, Ugh, I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. How about you, How about you be empty stomach or no for a working out? No. Um, no, but I can't do like a full meal before, you know, like it can't, I can't have like, even if it's eggs or something, I can't. I just have like an overnight oatmeal. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's, I, before I like 40 minutes before my workout, I eat that and then I'm good to go. But on um, empty stomach, I tried, like I tried and I get dizzy or yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm done. You know, I just walk out. I lose motivation. So but that's really good B because I mean, it shows that you actually have a fast metabolism. So some people have like metabolism right. and that's why they, a lot of them have to eat on empty stomach. Cause you know, they can eat a thousand calories a day and still gain weight somehow, you know, it depends on the thyroid issues or if they have any other outside issues and stuff. I've seen that before. So it really depends yes. on the person, you know, but you guys all look great. So so like fasting for me is like another no. It's like yeah. good. There's a fast metabolism. Then you have a fast metabolism. B. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So what do you what do you guys think about the intermittent fasting thing? A lot of people do that too for a quick fix. It, it's good. So a lot of it, there's a lot of science behind it. But um, what the way I see it is, it gives basically a, a busy person a certain amount of time to eat because that's when most people are like gorging or snacking or whatever. But like B says, she likes to snack, but if you're intermittent fasting, you have basically a seven hour window to get all your food in. So you kind of have to prioritize it or it's gone, which for some people is like, they need that. You know, we have those people with like, you need to tell me exactly what to eat. Or if, you know, if you have some nutrition background, you can go a little bit more flexible based on um, what's working, what hasn't worked for you. You know, there's clients all top and bottom different ways. I feel like it works for people who might not know like the amount of food that they're consuming. And, you know, if you're only eating within those seven hours, you, there's only so much you can eat and feel full and then like not eat again right before you have to eat again. So those seven hour window really provides you kind of like a guideline of like how much you should be eating. Uh, and then once you kind of stop for the rest of the day, you're, you know, then, then you realize like, Oh, like I don't need to eat that much as much as I thought I would need to, if you right. weren't, in that window and then you know one thing about uh intermittent fasting that people don't know about is like they're like oh yeah i've been fasting and they drink coffee anything that's not water even something that a zero calorie soda will activate the digestion so a lot of people or if you take a vitamin in the morning that's activating your digestion you're you're breaking your fast with it so a lot of times you just got to have to realize that if you're fasting you can only drink water you cannot have coffee with it i know there's some people that do bulletproof coffee and stuff it's technically supposed to give your, 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 basically your digestive tract a break. Cool. And fasting isn't supposed to be like, a lot of people were using keto with fasting, right? Right. 
you know that yeah because you're also not remember you're not you're not eating a, a lot of uh quantity of food wise like mm -hmm. you're not eating a lot of quantity i mean if you really think about three whole eggs and two slices of bacon it's actually not a lot of food it really isn't you know what i mean but um so they, they can't have a lot of quantity but everything they're eating is very very uh calorie dense so that's why the, you know for them they need to, to shrink that window and i guess it helps with the ketosis process too i i've i've done it with a doctor you know peeing on the stick and stuff like that and uh jt i heard about your dad yeah ketosis is so finicky because if you go too deep into ketosis it still doesn't work it's actually bad for your body it's really made for people who actually have uh, uh epilepsy issues so you're only supposed to be like slightly in ketosis. So it has to have like this like hue of pink, you know, I would, and then my doctor would be like, nope, you're, you're too deep into it. I'm like, oh God, okay. <laughs> so I'd like back it up and stuff. It, it was just a little bit too, too much for me, man. And then I got the keto flu after. And honestly, eating that rich was awesome for like three or four days. And then it just sucked after. I was like, I don't want to eat like this heavy of food all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel healthy. <laughs> feel kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So next one, please choose one food for each category. Marry, fuck, kill, uh, broccoli, sweet potato, and Costco chicken. Costco chicken for me. Would you marry Costco chicken? Would you fuck Costco chicken or you kill Costco oh. chicken? That's what I'm asking. So marry, fuck, kill, broccoli, those sweet options? potato, Costco chicken. Sweet potato. Kill sweet potato. I would marry Costco chicken. No, <laughs> I will marry broccoli and I will fuck Costco chicken. <laughs> yeah, I will kill sweet potato. <laughs> I'm kind of the same. I, I don't like sweet potato. I don't know why. I, I'd rather eat like regular potatoes. Um, just the sweetness and the carbs doesn't do it for me. Um, I would probably marry Costco chicken and fuck broccoli. I'd probably marry broccoli because... You know, obviously broccoli is a super food, so it does have protein in it as well. I fucked the uh, Costco chicken, you know, you can't just eat chicken all the time. I, I also kill sweet potatoes too. I think I like it. It's like me and cereal. I'll eat it like twice a year. But when I'm craving, I'm really craving it. But yeah, when they, when they implemented in like, like the paleo diet, when I did that, I was just like, if I see another sweet potato, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I like sweet potato fries, but... <laughs> Yeah, but I still can't even eat a lot of that, you know, for me, it's like, I think a carbohydrate, like a potato, rice, it has to be some more like tortilla it has to be like a very uh, neutral flavor, right? So then it kind of marries into whatever. But for me, you know, any, anything you add sweet potatoes, you just taste like a sweet potato with whatever. And that yeah. gets to me. And that's what was hardest for me when I first started losing weight, um, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I was like, I just can't eat the same thing every day. Hence foodie <laughs> Okay, so it's midnight, you're at home, you just finished binge watching something on Netflix and you're starving. What do you normally do? I try to just eat yogurt or like drink almond milk, but I don't know. What do you what would you guys do? Or just sleep? <laughs> I always go for watermelon and tahim or cucumber and tahim or something tahim. But it's usually that for me. That will do it for me. I'm happy. That's a great snack. Especially the cucumbers, it's great. It sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, for me, it's a protein shake. Easily, just knock it back, and the hunger's kind of gone. Just go straight to bed. Yeah, for me, either a, like a low carb foodie fit meal, or I would try to uh, make something else. That's to me, I'll crave like something sweet in the middle of the night. I don't know why, um, or I'll like sleep it off because then 
I, I eat a lot in the middle of the night. If I do, it's like you lose control. So try to eat the, <laughs> the low carb foodie fit meal and, and, and crash out. And then um, a good one also is uh, mixing protein powder with Greek yogurt. It turns into like a pudding. And it yeah. actually like, kind of sticks to your stomach, kind of like it, it's almost as if you're eating like peanut butter. But for me, like I need something like that say, uh, with that type of satiety for me to like feel good or else then you're eating and you're still hungry. It's like, it's, it's like I might as well have not eaten. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That one's a great, great tip. Yeah. Do you guys like? Do you guys do like the five meals a day or something like that, or you stick like breakfast, lunch, dinner? I do five. I do four to five. Um, I I find that it it helps me with uh, portion control, and it also tricks your metabolism too. Because if you're eating every three hours, your body's going to be like, oh, I'm going to get food every three hours versus. And also with control, um, I've noticed if I don't eat after five hours, I lose control. Like oh. if any foodie fit meal doesn't, won't do it for me. I would have to eat something like junk food. So when I get to that point, then you feel guilty after and stuff like that. So I try to set an alarm because realistically your body's supposed to be always kind of hungry and you're always supposed to be kind of, right? You're not supposed to, a lunch break isn't supposed to eat and you want to take a nap. You're supposed to eat and like get on with your day. So once you kind of teach your body that um, and it learns that that's the full, then you're good. Because, you know, for the most part, I, I won't eat like that voluminous, but I can. <laughs> yeah. But I know my threshold of like, this is good. It's just, you know, for you guys who are mobile, you know, you would have to probably pack either, you know, your tahini and cucumber and a protein shake or something and an apple or whatever, like uh, because you guys are kind of mobile. So then it's going to be hard just to fit all those meals in because I won't. Some people will try to fit in all those calories. Um, I'm kind of like, however my body feels, but if it's skipped, skipped. I won't double up my meals, if that makes sense. I usually do two meals a day uh, with a protein shake in the morning. Um, so it, it also depends on the day, right? Like if I'm going to multiple events back to back, then I'll you know eat, eat some here, eat some there. But usually it's like a big lunch and then a big dinner supplemented with like a protein shake in the morning to satiate my appetite. JT, you should try doing the... Um a big breakfast and a big lunch and uh, sub the shake at night. I would like to see if that just that change would just increase your physique or your your, your health at all. Because that's just really like, like our motto is just basically you don't need energy to sleep, taking away the calories towards the end of the day and then blasting the calories in the day because you, you have time to burn it off. Right. That makes sense. So you're saying like drink the protein shake at night instead of, instead of in the morning in the, in the morning and then eat the big meal for lunch and then have like a smaller meal at night and see if it works for you. Uh -huh. uh, obviously with everything, you're always going to have to kind of just test it on yourself. It's not going to always be the, uh, it's not always going to feel good because of the habitualness of how, of what you're used to. Like I'm used to eating a big meal now for, and same with breakfast. You're like, I'm not used to eating this big, but uh, I would like to see how you're actually feeling energy wise. Uh, mm -hmm. To see how how it works on you, because even mm -hmm. like we've done that before, we just kind of switched people's meals like that, and they've seen that uh, they were able to break through plateaus just through that. You're kind of tricking your body without yeah. making like, a, a drastic change. Right? You're, you're not really making any big changes versus you're just eating a bigger breakfast, lunch, and then your dinner. But you know, curious to see. Yeah, I think that might be a little hard with uh, most most of the events that we go to are dinner time. Right, 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 right. <laughs> That's all. Like, so maybe day, only you know, on days where I don't have like the events at night. That's actually really good too. You know, it's um, it's like tricking your body when it's going to get food and not, or like it's going to get a big influx or not going to. 
Um, but typically if you're eating every three to four hours, your body will, will tend to, to be, uh, wanting to digest the food versus like holding on to it. The whole yeah. goal is do you, you want to burn it or it's going to store it. It's going to burn or store. So you sense. want it because your body doesn't know what, what's going on. It's just like, oh, you skip the meal and it's like, oh God, I don't know what I'm going to eat again. So whatever leftover calories just holds it and then shoots it as fat. That's no good. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> no bueno. Yeah, so if you're eating more frequently with like, I really like B's take on the snacks. It's like, you know, she'll actually get full from it. And in reality, uh, if she's eating the cucumber, she's eating like less than 100 calories, less than 75 calories even. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And But she's mm -hmm. probably eating three or four cucumbers worth. I mean, you can eat a whole bowl of it and you're going to be full. Get that tahini. Tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Low sodium. <laughs> what about you, Phil? <laughs> Let us know uh, what's your snack. Yogurt so I keep it pretty light for breakfast and lunch. I try to do one plant-based meal because dinner is always a car crash. So <laughs> that's just the truth. I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely yeah. No one's gonna no one's gonna mistake me for Drew Belcher on the street. So <laughs> you know, I try to. I try to keep it as together as I can, but it's, you know, it's probably not enough, but this is why I have you guys on to give me advice to help everyone, all the listeners. So I appreciate all that. Thanks for being on. This pretty much about wraps up the show. Is there anything you guys want to plug? At foodie fit meal prep. <laughs> At foodie fit meal prep, the best variety of lean bulk snacks, yeah. all that stuff. My favorite is probably the salmon. I like yeah, the salmon. Everyone always goes back to the salmon, but our it's new so Rancheros good. burrito has been going off. It's so good. What's, I eat the, newest, it every morning. what's the newest item, Alex? The Ranchero, the, Ranchero breakfast, the Ranchero breakfast burrito and our like wakey cakey. It's like a protein pancake. And we use a, we use like a monk fruit based like syrup. So it's not, it doesn't have all that junk, like the sucralose and stuff like that. It's used like plant fiber and monk fruit sweetener. So a more natural form of a low sugar um, uh, syrup with uh, turkey bacon and two to one eggs. It's awesome. Like that's kind of like, for me, it's like, oh, I'm eating Blackberry Diner kind of, you know, that's, that's what we go through every like uh, rotation is like, as like, does this remind me of something? If it does, then we've kind of done our job. Cause my hopes is like, then you're not craving fried chicken. It's like when people give me, uh, if I'm feeling tacos and then we eat pizza, I'm still going to give me craving tacos. That's the problem. And then, then, then now you have one cheat meal turns into two. So for me, whenever I cheat, I typically cheat alone because I don't like to compromise for that. Because then I'll be like, I just didn't want it. Yeah. Is breakfast burritos really like popular? Yeah, because they're like either they're like on the go, they just want to like eat it in the car for some reason or something like that. But you know, we use just uh, serrano peppers, onions, and some. Um, light seasoning and mixed with water versus like lard, but it still has that very like a kind of like that pudding Greek yogurt protein thing. I was telling you guys about it was just that with the eggs and the mozzarella cheese just really does it for me. It's really good. Cause I never yeah. had breakfast burrito until I moved to the US. Never. Really? Yeah. It's a thing here. It's a thing here. You gotta do it. I never. Yeah. But... I love them. So good. Yeah, yeah. You guys gotta stop in again, and so I can let you guys try some of the new stuff. I'm gonna come by right now. <laughs> right. We're here, we're right, right here. down the street. <laughs> and then, uh, everyone follow JT takes a bite. He's almost 100k on TikTok. Let's get him 100k on TikTok. <laughs> and then, for all things tacos, follow Tasting Vegas. 
Um, I don't think there's anyone else that samples more tacos around the city than she does. And uh, it's, just a, <laughs> yeah, it's just a great comprehensive guide to all things tacos, all things Mexican food in Vegas. So, JT, um, you, know you're, you're not, you're not, you know how you're getting old is when uh, I still don't know how to use TikTok. So you need to like, help me so that I can start <laughs> using it. So I don't understand. Like people are like, oh, you see this TikTok thing? I'm like, Dude, I can barely open it. <laughs> me and so and we'll, we'll get together and help you out yeah <laughs> sure. that out. I, I get it but it's just like once you're stuck you're, you're kind of stuck and that's when we're kind of getting to that age i'm like oh man this is how like i guess our parents feel right when you just like stop growing i was like well, i was so excited about instagram you know over facebook and then when i got to tiktok i was like i don't get it <laughs> honestly great people love it it's a lot more fun watching tiktoks than making tiktoks <laughs> oh, yeah. i was gonna yeah. say like find yourself because tiktok you'll be like where like <laughs> hours went you know oh wow okay yeah. you're there yeah. videos and videos foodie fit does all right on tiktok though you guys got over 3k followers yeah um uh, my marketing manager runs it though she's like what do you think of this i'm like go for it <laughs> you know versus instagram you know we you know we're very particular about you know the design and how it looks and you know we kind of know the algorithms and we're, we have like a whole spreadsheet on everything on just you know how it looks you know timing this and the, you know tiktok just all over the place i'm just like i'm trying to understand it but i just don't enjoy it like I, I i legitimately enjoy instagram and like you know the feed and even the stories and all that stuff like you know we're following along but the reels part i'm just like why did this get so many views? You know what I mean? <laughs> like what? It's just like a bubble with a dog, and I'm just like, oh, I got five million views. I guess I don't know. You guys, yeah. have <laughs> That's when I was like, we might have to hire a TikTok social manager. You know what I mean? <laughs> just when we get to that point. Very cool. Um, Very cool. Thanks, thanks guys. Really appreciate Take it. Care. See you guys, See you guys soon. soon. Thanks for tuning into the Las Vegas Phil Food and Social Podcast. For more information about me and where I've been dining recently. Check out my Instagram and TikTok at Las Vegas Phil or feel free to drop me an email at lasvegasphil at gmail.com.